I don't think I don't know. I don't think the whole episode. I don't think was very funny. <laughs> I think <laughs> a glowing recommendation for our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I think our podcast gets a one out of seven this week. J and J lose the plot. Not very funny. Not very good. You know what? <laughs> I I just say it how it is. Play a video game with this one, folks. Joel, I think that we just found our cold open. <laughs> yeah, I felt it. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to J&J Lose the Plot, a podcast about two friends just hanging out talking about movies. I'm your host, Josh. And I'm Joel. Today, we'll be talking about Rim of the World. Yeah, that's a Netflix original movie. Uh, we're going to jump right into the discussion of the movie, and then after that, we'll talk about what's going on with, you know, in the news, and then probably move on to what's going on with us and, and the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But, but let's, uh, let's start off with... Uh, Talking about the movie, what did you what did you think, Joel? What was your first impressions? Well, my first impressions as I started it like a month ago was icky, 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 and I shut it off. Uh, uh-huh. And then nice. you forced me to watch it, which I honestly it was better than I thought and better than I gave it um, the first time around. I think okay. I literally stopped watching like I finished Stranger Things the first time, and then I was just like, I need more something, so I just. Netflix recommended it, and I was like, "Click," and I was like, "This is not the same." And yeah, I mean, it's not. It's it's not the same vein. It's kind of like a weird comedy, but not movie. So yeah, it, it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Hey, no, no. But it like, was I, it, like I watched it and I enjoyed it and I laughed a couple times. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I was just too harsh on movies these days. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. I did. I don't think I enjoyed it very much at no. all. There were only a few jokes that I thought were kind of funny, yeah, and anyway. <laughs> they were in the trailer. Yeah, that's true. I thought the Independence Day joke was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. For me, it was just the kid getting smacked by the door when the, the hatch opens. That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and I also, like, I thought that the the joke was kind of clever with the, the wine bottle. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, it, it, oh, it... it 1969 it's expired it's old if yeah. i'm you know gonna have wine for the first time i might as well get Something fresh good. wine mm-hmm. yeah that was funny and then he throws it it was just kind of Chuckly. funny yeah it was yeah. mostly it was filled with those types of jokes where it's just like huh. Yeah. yeah and then and then it was also full of jokes that were very bad mm-hmm. oh you know what i'll maybe i'll uh do like a brief description for anybody who hasn't seen this movie mm-hmm Super brief. Um, you got f- four minutes. I'm cutting you off. Okay, you got it. I don't even need four minutes. <laughs> okay, two minutes then. Uh, you know what? Just a couple seconds. All right, cool. It, it's a movie about a couple of misfit kids at a summer camp after an alien invasion threatens to kill the entire world. Uh, holding the thing that can stop the monsters, a key that controls a super weapon, they must together find a way to make it from the campground to the city to save all of humanity. Boom. I wrote I wrote that summary before Boom. we started. Wow, that's really professional. You should write for Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, apparently anybody can because hey! I don't know if you know this, but this movie was filled with Vine stars. Oh, was it? Oh, it was. It was just full of Viners. Mm. Um, if you had to guess which characters in this movie were Viners, who would you guess? Oh man, I don't know. Probably uh probably most of the camp counselors. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was 
all of the camp counselors pretty much were old Vine stars who were unfunny on Vine. Oh, damn, I'm throwing shade already. And they're kind of unfunny here, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they really kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, really they really stuck out. Kinda... Yeah, I didn't really that think it was funny. That makes sense now, that, like, because the camera was very centered on them, and I was like, what's happening? Why are these people... Yeah, like... I thought it... they'd be important, and then they just disappear. No. No, they weren't. Yeah. Um, so, there were a lot of jokes, too, I thought were kind of... Bad? Uh, risque? Sensitive? Yeah. 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 And, and not risque in the, like, ooh, that, ooh, you shouldn't talk like that. No, it's, no. It was, it was more very like, much like oh, cringy yeah. and like, why are they saying that? That, yeah. It just like seems like it should be really, really wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the, the one character like thinks that the girl can't speak English. Yeah. So he's like trying to speak Chinese to her and like, talking really slow and doing hand gestures and yep. stuff and there's a lot of like a lot of the black camp camp counselors are like seem like black stereotypes yeah yeah i was gonna say the same thing. which was really uncomfortable mm-hmm. yeah uh, as long, if they did something with those characters maybe but like they just they just kind of shoved 10 minutes of that in there and then they they disappear for the rest of the movie so it's kind of just like okay, okay. yeah right yeah it, it seemed like a like a stunt like oh we have all these really fun viners that you know maybe it'll uh bring in some kids maybe yeah. kids will love this show if if uh if we bring in all these these really funny vine celebrities yeah so when was this made because vine when did vine shut down this came out this year oh yeah yeah rim of the world is a 2019 so flick when did vine shut down because it was probably in production like a year 2016? ago. 2016 oh wow so yeah they were in yeah, huh. it's uh, it's been dead for a while. Yeah, I believe. I'm guessing they still have followers or like YouTube or something, right? Like they must still have a something. Yeah, the, a, a lot of them uh, moved to Instagram. Okay, and now they make very unfunny Instagram videos. Yeah, and it's kind of a whole genre where it's just like unfunny skits, and and most of the skits are pretty much exactly all of the jokes that you saw. The right. camp counselors doing hmm. like the really unfunny kind of crude, yeah, cringy jokes. Mm-hmm. Like it was just that. That's that's what they do. Yeah. So the 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 girl camp counselor that you only see for a scene, like the, her, of course she's the she's the oh, one, she's the one drinking the kid. Was no, she, he's she's climbing the thing. No, she's the one that asks the kids to put the phones in the box. Oh, yes, yes. And that, that was a really, really like... funny joke. Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was really... It went on too long, and it's just... Yeah. So that was Amanda Cerny. Okay. She's a Vine star. Well, she was... um, She's a model. Right. And she was a... Like, an Insta- like really big on Instagram. Right. And then... A lot of these Vine stars uh, invited her to be a part of their Vines. Right. To be kind of, like, a lot of times the butt of the joke. Right. Or to be, like, the stereotypical hot girl right. in a Vine, and that was the joke. Right. Yeah, I think, which I, I is think I've seen extremely her very unfunny. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of... I think why she was cast in this movie was because she was famous from a lot of those vines and now kind of continues those those kinds of videos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's got somebody's attention, that's for sure. Yeah. For that popular. Uh, the, the guy that was playing the, the guitar. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yep. He's he's literally there for like a scene and it's yeah. a couple of seconds. I mean, they're all like there he's for a another scene. Vine star. Like, oh, except except for the that main guy, and that's um King Batch. Don't know. I, I think his last name is Bachelor. Right. So he calls himself King Batch. Um, and yeah, he has been like showing up in a lot of Netflix movies, right. kind of doing the same thing where it's like the unfunny Vine gag. Right, you really, you really ragging on this Vine thing. I thought you liked Vine. I do. So <laughs> there, there were definitely some great parts of Vine, but then Vine was also full of people that were awful and unfunny, and Damn, became popular because. Well, I mean, look at Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Yeah, oh, that's they're, not even. they're Viners. Yeah, that's not even <laughs> right. And we're talking and about this movie. <laughs> I think. Well, the thing is, though, like. The that that main camp counselor, he's one of Logan or Jake, what whichever one it uh, it is. Right. Um. He's one of the Paul's brothers' friends. Right. Uh, okay. So like, they're all connected and kind of do the same type of in like shitty Instagram Vine. Yeah. Well, it's just shitty humor because I'm sure there's there's people that do good humor on Vine and Instagram. It's oh, for sure. Are, they're just they're not funny. Yeah. But yeah, let's stop talking about this because yeah. eh, it kind of sucks talking about it. It's not really funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so my first thing about the movie that made me go, hey, what the? It was the mom because she dropped off the kid and the counselors were clearly drunk. And she was just like, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's fine. Stay here. My, my child that has PTSD over his dad dying in a fire. And this is the first time away from home and is clearly Oof. have a lot of issues. Let's stay. Yeah. Let's stay here with the drunk counselors. That was yeah. I was like, man, some of these these movies have really bad parents. Yeah, the writing was kind of weird. Like it felt, again, it it really didn't know what it wanted to be. Like, did it want to be this absurd comedy, mm-hmm. kind of like a uh, like a super bad kind of thing where yeah. it's about these kids and they're doing things that are real, like things that kids usually don't do. Yeah. And it's kind of, that's where the comedy comes from a lot of the time, where it's like these kids trying to act like adults, and it's like this brash, hard humor. Yeah. Or did it want to be this sincere, like, emotional... Coming of age type Coming thing. of age story, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where, where it's like the kids bonding, and it's like these misfits come together. Or did it want to be this, like, action movie, or like, action horror movie, I guess. Yeah. With like an alien invasion. It, like, it, it kind of jumped all over the place. And yeah. you can have elements of... of multiple types of movies yes. in one but it jumped so much from one to the other and didn't blend them well together yeah. that it, it didn't work for me no no it did it, I mean, it was the reason it, i shut it off the first time i tried to watch it so yeah and it takes a long time for the alien invasion to even start yeah maybe it just seems very long because it's so unfunny at the beginning yeah let's see i'm at like it's playing i'm at the 13 minute mark I think it starts around the... It's probably like 20 like minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes in. But you don't really see an alien... I guess like 25, I Which guess. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, it For me, it didn't work very well. And I think that a lot of it has to do with the writing. Yeah. Both the, both the, the comedy and the, the just like the regular dialogue as well, too. Because... Yeah. They it wasn't it was never really sincere. Like even when it was trying to be, it didn't feel like it was. No, um, and they really they, shoved in that love story between the two kids that never talked. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. rough. 
that was rough. Like everything was kind of shoved bad. in there. And and I thought that maybe it had to do with the casting. Right. Um like maybe it had to do with the casting director not knowing what direction this movie was supposed to go in, which I'm sure was part of the problem. Well the characters I... too, like each character almost is like like the little girl is almost like the action some like stoic quiet type and then the the main kid is like uh the drama like he's going through like this emotional arc and then the rich kid is like the comedic relief and i feel like they're so those things that they almost feel like characters from different movies yeah and and, and it's definitely the direction combined with the writing because yeah. i looked up the casting director mm-hmm. it's uh rich delia right and he actually was the casting director for It Chapter 1. So he put the cast of characters together for the first It movie. Right. And like in, those... sorry, in like the, the TV ones or like... No, 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 the, the new It movie, so okay. Chapter 1, so yeah, when they were okay. kids. Yeah. I'm not sure if he uh, if he's the casting director for the new one, and I haven't seen the new one, so I can't speak right. on that. Yeah. But the first It movie is very good, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters really, really work. Mm-hmm. The Their dynamic together is a lot of fun. They did well in the movie. So I don't think that it's the casting director's fault because he's, no. he's used to casting young kids, unknown kids, to play these like coming-of-age stories right. and these like well, heartfelt movies. As far movies. as kids go, though, like their acting wasn't terrible. Like, no, in this movie, no, they like, weren't it wasn't at all. bad. It was just what they were trying to deliver was not good. Because right. like I believe that the kids, the main kid, that his dad was dead, and like I believe like his emotional struggle was good enough. It just yeah, hit the writing of it was just like just the yeah, like some scenes really work together, but then as a whole movie that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, some scenes just didn't. And and I the reason why I wanted to bring that up was specifically because um. I was talking about the like bad acting with the Vine stars and how mm-hmm. that was felt very disjointed. Right. I just wanted to point out that I don't think that um, it was his me decision. not liking the character, like the main characters, yeah, had to do with anything with the casting director. Like yeah. I don't think that the I mean kids it probably wasn't a bad job. His, his call. It was probably like the producer, yeah. or the executive producer being like, "I got all these guys. They were so it, popular three years ago. Put them in." Yeah, yeah, it might have to do with the fact that the director also cast them in one of his other Netflix movies before. Mm, right. And it could also be Netflix maybe popping in saying, we, we yeah, need... They're pretty heads off, though, it seems. That's good. Because it seems like every... Like, it's such a mixed bag when you watch Netflix. Like, you have some That's great, very great, true, great, yeah. great, great shit that you can tell no one touched. And then there's some stuff that you're just like, whoa, what was that? No, but, it, that that's very true. Because it does seem like Netflix is for the most part, hands off mm-hmm. of a lot of their projects. And they just yep. kind of, they seem to be good at kind of picking and choosing what they want to do and mm-hmm. uh, what shows that they want to invest in. So, And this one was probably just, I don't know, lowest common denominator attraction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But There's some alien very... dick jokes. There's some, I mean, Venom was in it. Yeah, so pretty cool. much. <laughs> yeah, like. I was like, uh, oh, it's the Venom sequel or prequel. Uh Another thing I really didn't like about this movie was the awful filter that they put over everything. Yeah. What was up with that? Because the beginning of the movie was fine. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like bright and colorful and it had like a good palette. Mm -hmm. And then once the invasion happened, it was like there were, yeah, it it was like there was a a fade, like a, like a, a, 
uh, you know, it's an Instagram filter. <laughs> yeah, like they they just you're right. Slid. Yeah, it's actually from minute like twenty to like thirty eight. It's orange, and then it goes like a bluish green from then on till about fifty, and then it goes a very blue. Yeah, it, it that's just, crazy. It's like if um they read a read a like a class one on one on color scripts, and they were just like just do it <laughs> right. post and tint it, like oh like just overly. It's not it's not meant to be um uh subtle or anything. Just tint the whole frame, make it blue. Yeah, and it they weren't very clear if they wanted to make that part of the film, like like it was actually happening in the real world, or if it was supposed to be just like uh. Oh, uh, what what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, like like something in the world causing that effect, right? Is, is like it a there, there's a word for that. Thing. I'm trying to remember. Digestic music. Oh, is when the characters can hear the songs that are happening. Like it's it's right. actually happening in universe. Yeah, compared to just happening in the edit of the movie, and only the audience can hear it. Yeah, and that's usually how you do color palette. It's like you know. You the electricity goes off, so it's red floodlights, and then everything exactly. gets red tint. Not 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 an Instagram filter over the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah it, it was very unclear what what they were going for there because it really like I think that there's actually a shot where it like fades, like it it, it like swipes across the screen where it turns mm-hmm. yellow. Oh yeah, no, it it literally is dropping down yeah. from the top of the screen. Oh, that's so weird. Uh, you know, yeah, I gotta it, be honest with everyone listening and you. I played mm-hmm. Funk Fancy while watching this, so I probably missed a lot of visual <laughs> cues. <laughs> That's fair. That's probably why I liked it more than you. <laughs> uh, probably because I didn't. I only watched. You were you were off over. having a fun adventure. I was sitting yeah. here just grumpy Digesting. on my couch yeah. watching. I mean, this. I wrote a lot of notes and I did watch it, and I would turn around, like I would turn when it was something happening. But yeah, if I wasn't interested, I would look the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's the benefit of having two monitors. Uh, I actually, I actually, I considered not watching the movie and then just letting you talk for an hour. But that that would actually be such a fun experiment one time <laughs> to just like just not do it. <laughs> no, do, let's just let's just not do it this time. Let's just not. <laughs> well, what do you think about that uh, that alien dick joke? That was pretty funny, and that they didn't do anything with it afterwards. Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, "Oh man, maybe he'll have like a second link with the alien now, or like something." Something, something no. interesting. No, it was literally just an alien dick joke. It was pretty graphic too. Yeah, like that was actually kind like kind of like a scary moment. Mm. Like the the it was, visual it was of slow. yeah, yeah, the visual of it actually like whether whether it be a tail or a tongue or a dick. Mm-hmm. It, the visual of it going inside of the kid's mouth was actually i really hated that i just yeah. had to say that by the way yeah but the visual of this like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna just call thing. it a tail yeah just to be completely fine with everything yeah the visual of the tail going into his mouth was actually so graphic too because it had these like spikes and burrs on it yeah and it was like shoving into his mouth like it was so uh yeah. And then, and then later on in the movie, he sliced in his stomach. Yeah, like his guts should be spilling out, and he just walks away just yeah, fine. Yeah, he literally like, runs away, and then he's like, he's fine for the rest of the movie. He didn't bleed out or anything. Yeah, there are no consequences in this movie. No, 
Well, for nothing happens. everyone but the kids. <laughs> everyone else dies. Right, yeah. Ev- everything that they touch dies mm-hmm. and gets destroyed, but yep. there's no like there's never a moment where I'm actually scared for the kids in this movie. No. When when the kid is is approaching the car, the the the, the Mustang in the mm-hmm. gully, yeah. I was I was like, I don't care. Just freaking get the key and go because yeah, that's go, what's going to happen. You, you're going to get the key and run away. Mm-hmm. Like just uh mm-hmm. and, and the thing is too like they set up things and then don't like pay them off properly or like they, they forget that they do things. Right. Like there is a moment like like that moment. The, the monster wakes up after he gets the key in the car. Yeah. Slices him in the stomach mm-hmm. and then falls back dead. Yeah. Falls back asleep. And then doesn't and then doesn't wake up till nighttime when yeah. they're at the facility. Yeah. To chase them. And he goes like multiple miles across town to go chase them. He went down there to be like, I'm going to sacrifice myself. That yep. way, if I'm, I'll get the key, and if I die, you guys can still continue on. <laughs> the key was still be he down goes, there, dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah, he goes and gets he goes and gets the key, and then once he has it, his friends go down there and join him, and then they yeah. just walk down the gully. Yeah, away from the sleeping so, monster, apparently. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, and then another moment too. There, the two kids are hiding in the space shuttle, mm-hmm. and that and the space dog capsule. The dog jumps at the window, Not the kids. drops down, and then the kids come up. Like the the monster was just there yeah. like five seconds ago, mm-hmm. and then now the kids are there. What's the dog doing? The yeah. dog left for a jump scare to mm-hmm. like do a funny joke where the kids can't hear each other. Yeah, like it 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 forgets that it it, it like forgets what it just did. Yeah, the movie just does whatever it wants because. The jokes need to be there, or yeah, exactly. Oh, we need to we need to get the kids to this point. So, yeah, uh, yeah I know. I literally just said that this happened, but uh, forget it. You well, don't even, need to worry even about the, even the even the the rich black kid. Like his his character arc was like he's a kind of like a selfish coward thing, and then literally the next scene over, he's like, "It's my turn to die." She's <laughs> <Just> like, "What? <laughs> like, uh, what?" Yeah, there was no like switch. There yeah, was you no... were so self-preserving for the entire movie. Nothing happens, and then you're like, "It's my turn yeah. to die." <laughs> and it it sucks too because there there are so many other movies that are like great coming of age like mm-hmm. group stories. Yeah, and like speaking of, we we put this out to our audience, right, uh, and asked them oh, yeah, who their favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. Who who their favorite like ensemble characters are or yeah. their you know uh, favorite movies with kid protagonists? Yeah. Um. So we asked that question on Twitter. Uh, JJ lose the plot over at Twitter. Go check us out. Um. Nice. And we did get a couple of responses. While I pull those up, did you want to give like a couple of your favorites? Yeah, I mean, Stranger Things obviously comes to mind. Yeah. Um, Goonies. Like I, I don't know. I think the one that. It sticks with me the most probably Goonies, but I it's probably I've watched it quite a bit, and I guess ET right. could fit in there because it was kind of all kids. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there was the there was the Elliot and uh, his sister, mm-hmm. and the brother, and the and the brother, brother, and then and then El, also he he also has like a bunch of friends yeah. at the end of the movie that help him out. Yeah, and they they're riding the bike, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the, so they're, like they're, the riding, they're riding the, the day so, type thing. Yeah, I I definitely would count ET. Yeah. Um. Some other good ones, like I think one of my favorites is Goonies. Yeah. I love. Uh. I like Super Eight. I don't know if you've ever seen oh, Super I, Eight. You know what? I watched it, and somebody was talking about it the other day, and I was like, "Wow, I do not remember that movie." So I need to. Yeah. I need to watch it, it again. It was a nice like 
it, it was like almost like Stranger Things. Now that I think mm-hmm. about it, it's like yeah. an '80s throwback. Yeah, it's about these kids that just want to make a like a zombie horror film, and right. while they're making the movie, like an accident happens, and they catch like this alien encounter on their video camera, right? On their Super Eight video camera. So it's yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it's. I do not remember that. So, uh, yeah, Tanner over on Twitter said her, one of her favorites is "Stand by Me," which is oh yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Like that's that might be one of the best like ensemble <laughs> movies. The, the character growth in that one is is so good. Yeah, they all really kind of end up in a different spot by the end is of that the movie. The, like the one that's the one they found a dead body. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, is it Keith Sutherland? Is yes. It there? Yes, he is. And then Johnny Anderson said, uh, "Code names, kids next door." I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. It's a uh, it's an animated TV show about uh, a group of kids. Oh yes, 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 yes. I've seen. Yeah, that. it's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. And and now that he like mentions an animated series, mm-hmm. Recess is a, very good. That opens a whole. Yeah, episode. yeah. So I'm glad he brought that up. And yeah, then it's crazy actually how you don't think. Of anime for right off the bat for yeah coming of age stories, I mean especially being in the industry. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't think about, think about that, but uh, and then over on Facebook, uh, Sean Krakowski said um, the Sandlot, which oh my god, one of the best movies, so so good. Oh yes, yes, yeah, Gosh. yeah. yeah. Uh, Sandlot is a very good. Maybe that'll be one that we uh, we have to watch. We go and, and watch. Yeah, I'm, I might add that to my list. Because yeah. uh, it's God. it's one of my favorites. There's so many sure. movies. God, there's so many movies that like I I've not watched. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of movies too that I've got to just kind of add to my list. Mm-hmm. But this is what this uh, this podcast will be good for. We'll yeah, be we'll, to... just get, well, all, we'll watch all the movies, and that's when we'll stop. Yeah, yeah. We'll get a, that's a good excuse to watch every movie ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So it, it is just such a shame that like this ensemble didn't work. Yeah. Because it kind of had a good formula. Yeah. Like a good base, and and it just kind of fell apart. I think from the writing and the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think too. Sometimes they'll try to do too much. I don't know. It it feels like their 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 like story or their importance could be smaller, so that it feels mm. a bit more grounded. When yeah. sometimes when they they take kids and they're like, you have to you know do it all. It kind of like okay, well, they could have like shrunk that down a little bit yeah um so what did you think about the cgi in this movie the the visual effects i mean the creatures weren't bad i, mean, I think it, that it also i think the design was very generic and just yeah. felt like any monster movie yes of um course. there's n- nothing really but special about it i mean it. To, to to this movie's credit though when when's the last time you saw a creature in a movie and went that's a cool design um, I do like the uh, the monsters in Stranger Things. Yes, they're they're pretty good. They they the first one, the Demigorgon, does kind of have a little bit more of a basic one, but with the flower mouth is really kind of interesting. Yep. I mean, that, um, yeah, it, it definitely and, like Stranger Things is kind of like the outlier. But I mean, like mm-hmm. all the Avengers, like the the fodder beasts, which basically just like they're there to get killed. Like they're just right. they're all the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I agree that this thing should have looked much cooler. But if that's what your movie is about, I I think that yeah. there should be not that uh, not that that's an excuse for something like an Avengers to not yeah. have unique something design. Cool. Yeah. But when I think about the the Avengers movies, that's not really what I think of. That's when true. I think of a movie like Super Eight or Stranger Things or 
Yeah, you think about the rim alien. of the Earth. I think about that alien, right? Yeah. So, so having something to kind of take away, it yeah. could be interesting. I, think I mean, too, even like, in Super Eight, it, it, kind of an interesting alien design. And, yeah. And, like and a they really there. So at the start, they were like, "It's a goo monster. It comes out of goo," and then they just never, never really, really do talk about that. it. And and like the the dog kind of forms out of the creature. Yeah, which they could have done something cool with that, but. And and I also thought that maybe these creatures, because they're goo monsters, they take the form of humans. Mm. Because at the beginning of the movie, the one camp counselor or whatever is, or no, the um the astronaut, she's yeah. screaming. It's like a, a bird's eye view of her screaming, mm-hmm. and the the monster like shoves its finger in her mouth. Yeah, which was, yeah, and it like expand. It's just so weird. I'm like, yeah. I didn't think it was weird at the time because I thought, oh. They, that must be part the of this snatchers. alien's gimmicks, right? Yeah. No, it never comes up again. No. The, the whole, uh, the monster dividing in two and becoming a monster and a dog never comes up again. No. No, exactly. Like it just, and then another dog uh, comes up later and you're like, okay. I guess is it the same dog. one? No? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's so, is it? Also, I mean, instead of a cool scene too, we get that gross piss scene, which was something. Where they were in, yeah. the, in the bathroom and the guy peed on them. That was... Right. That was a fun scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, and speaking of water, the gu- the when they fell in the pool, it just kind of fell, eh? <laughs> could have just... Yeah, it, just it got just out. Kinda, it, it was a huge monster. Yeah, it's a it's a kiddie pool. <laughs> like, he was, it was like a nine-foot-tall monster. It couldn't yeah. stand up in the water. Or, like, jump out. It yeah. was a small pool. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, like a lake or a river, or exactly, it was it no. It was a sense. small little pool, and it was a small tarp. You could have just ripped it apart, got uh, out. and he like he like boiled in. And I thought I thought they were gonna go the signs way where they reach the water, and he just melted. right. But no, nope. but and the the really funny thing with that too that happens at night, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where he falls in, yeah. the monster doesn't come out of the water until, until the daytime. daytime. Yeah, like yeah, he's, it, he's stuck in there for a while. He just like this movie does whatever. Yeah. It doesn't really care. No. Yeah. Okay. So I, I wasn't too impressed by the effects. I don't think that they were bad, but they were kind of like mediocre, yeah. which is fine they were what for what I expected, basically. Right. It, which is which is fine for a low budget movie. Yeah. Like I Am Mother was another low budget movie, and it had amazing effects. I thought. Yeah. Espe- like for a, for a low budget movie, it was. Well, very, they were very a low well budget done. movie that used most of its budget for the effects because they did have Weta, which is not a small company. Right. So, I Am Mother had a budget of five million dollars. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess what this movie had? Twenty-seven. Uh, twenty about. Ni- right. I think nineteen to twenty million dollar budget. Yeah. Well, they had is, a bunch uh, more actors and a bunch more set pieces. Like this is, yeah, it's yeah, it's much more. There's more movie here, but it's a clear indication. But also less. less. Yeah, yeah. The, well, so much. The other one, I mother was concise and and beautifully yes. shot, and not stupid. <laughs> yeah, it, they they use their budget wisely. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They and the thing is too, the most of the movie is set in the same place. So it's it's you build one set and your your whole movie's pretty much done there. Yeah. But then. Like then when they're whenever they're not in that bunker though every single shot is effects heavy yeah every single one mm-hmm. and they went on set to to for this movie so they you know went to a camp mm-hmm. or they went to like a city so like i don't know is is it really a movie that justifies that much of a bigger bigger budget well they had to pay 
it's getting hot in here too. That's probably like an easy five mil. I guess so. I mean, but the thing is, I am mother had to pay Disney for baby of uh, baby mine from That's Dumbo. True. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There there were a lot of like weird pop culture references in this movie, like different mm-hmm. songs and jokes that I thought like these are going to be kind of dated in a little while. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I just put my finger on it. I know exactly what this is. Okay. Sure. This this movie is a low budget Netflix Transformers movie. Oh, that's really good. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. They have the item that can stop everything. Mm-hmm. Instead of a cube, it's a key. It's mm-hmm. this little kid. The the fate of humanity is with you. The brings it to the army. Army says, "We can't do anything. It's it's back on you. You go do this." Monsters mm-hmm. are chasing him. Uh, mm-hmm. Inappropriate, kind of racy jokes. Yep. That kids probably shouldn't be talking about. Mm-hmm. Kind of like sexualized humor for an eight-year-old i think they're supposed to or they're probably older than eight yeah, they're like probably like 10, I don't know. 10 or 11 yeah. or something so like also kind of racy jokes like one of them is talking about how he's been laid but never had a threesome before and yeah then they're like also talking about like sleeping with the girl and like yeah. i don't know there were some parts where i was just like this is, they're not old enough yet yeah, kid, I don't think kids actually talk like this. At least I didn't talk like that when I was mm-hmm. 10. Yeah, I don't think 10. I'm trying to think. 10, 10 years old, what was I doing? I think I was probably playing magic cards. <laughs> or yeah. Pokemon cards. I don't know. I feel like, I I mean, there is a part, well, in my life anyway, that you kind of up the, the sex talk to kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, grade six, you think? Like grade six, grade seven? No, probably later. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a long time ago now. Yeah. Like well, like, like two years for you, but it's been like 10 years t- for me. <laughs> 15 years. <laughs> I'm still in high school. Yeah. He's a baby. I'm not a baby. I'm 24. Boom. I'm this many. <laughs> yeah. I, I just held I'm up a two and notes. a four, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to send a picture to the audience. Yeah. We'll have to tweet two and a four. But I, I'm going through my notes. I think that's pretty much, that's pretty much all I got for this yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I don't really have much else to talk about. This movie no. was pretty average. Yeah, I think on the low end of average, I wouldn't recommend it. No, I only recommend it if you've watched everything and you want to play Final Fantasy for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> or any other game. It doesn't have to be paired with Final Fantasy. There's no, it's not like a Pink Floyd and um, Wizard of Oz pairing. The thing, the thing is, though... <laughs> it's not magical or anything. <laughs> the thing is, though, there's so many other shows I would suggest yeah. to put on oh, instead while you're yeah. watching something else. Like, I wouldn't even recommend again. this in the background. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get anything from this. I didn't take away anything. No, so I would not recommend it. So you want to give it a rating, Joel? Yeah, it's uh, watch while playing video games if you have nothing else to watch, but don't okay. watch it alone. I was looking for a number, but hey, that'll work. That's uh, that that's <laughs> that. I'm just running the math here. One second. Uh huh. Yeah. That converts to a one out of seven. A one out of seven. Yeah, one out of seven is a. It's uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't got a goof for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all we're fresh out of goofs, everyone. Yeah. So I guess me. that I guess that means it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's talk about stuff that's in the news mm-hmm. that we want to talk about. So last week we talked about uh, Spider-Man being back in the MCU. Yes. Um, a little bit more news has come up uh, about that. Ooh. Apparently, Spider-Man himself, Tom Holland, mm. has had a lot to do with Spidey returning. Oh. Apparently, he... The power of Twitter? The, the, no, the, the rumor is he called a meeting between the Disney and Sony execs and sat oh, them down. Oh, he got together. Yeah. He said, Mom, Dad, stop fighting. Stop I fighting. love you both. It's not about the money. You guys have it's, plenty already. Stop it. It's it's better when we're together. Mm-hmm. And apparently they listened. Wow. So it's looking like... Uh, He's a hero after all. Even after this two-picture deal, I wouldn't be surprised if um, they kind of continued making mm, yeah. uh, movies together. Yeah. I mean, I don't Maybe. see why not. No. I don't know. They make money. I, Whatever. Yeah, that's really what's going to be the catalyst at the end of the day is who's going to make more money. Because that's yeah. really what Sony cares about. And that's really what Disney cares about. Yes. Um. Not, And I'm not necessarily talking about the people that make the movies, like the directors and actors. Yeah, it's the reason why they're given the chance to make this movie is because money. Exactly. But they want to make a good movie. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's very often that a filmmaker goes into a movie wanting to make a bad one. No, because they usually don't get money. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll just get their pay and then... It, exactly. They don't so, get residuals or anything. Yeah. So, I don't want to say that, you know, filmmakers are just motivated by money, because that's definitely not true. No. no. Um, I'm sure but some I, are, but... I'm sure... Oh, oh yeah, obvious. I'm sure. Yeah. Just like, I mean, going back to Michael Bay, he kept getting roped in for one more Transformers. Yeah. Every I mean, Transformers, he'd say, uh, no, I'm done, love, I'm done, I'm done. We love judging him, but I mean, if somebody offered you like triple what you're making now to go work on something you don't really want to work on, it'd be tough to not say yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like for if, sure. Yeah. If you're making like, you know, 50000 or something, someone's like, oh, we'll pay you 150000 to keep doing what you're doing. You'd be like, see you later. Ah, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yep. You got to do that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's kind of like when people were giving shit to Johnny Depp for doing um, Pirates. The, uh, the Pirates 4 for $65 million. It's like, well, of course he would. It's $65 uh, yeah. million. Dollars. Like, he, he, he obviously didn't want to play Jack Sparrow yeah. again, and then they offered him more money, so he's like, like okay, you convinced to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, so. it's a ridiculous amount of money. I mean, what, are, mm-hmm. what he does with that money afterwards, sure, that can be, you know... Um, debated and, and uh, talked about but mm-hmm. whether or not you do it come on 65 million dollars i'm very excited for this uh claws trailer that jumped out or dropped down today oh my goodness it's yeah. it looks so, so good beautiful i love how like not that it's the rebirth of 2d because the 2d never really went away there's a lot of good stuff out there but i feel like instead of a lot of studios going full 3d they should have found new ways to do 2d you know instead of like just scrapping hand-drawn right together like if they just gave it a fresh new coat of paint like claws is doing i think we wouldn't have seen that like drop off into cg for a while and now i know I, now it's balancing out again but this i don't know i find like this is really nice mm. i feel like maybe animation as a whole is balancing out but i feel like mm-hmm. film not necessarily because right. it's really only independent short films a lot of times that get 2d like 
uh, movies, but then right. a lot of the bigger oh, budget yeah, ones right. are, no, are 3D. Right. Although I saw an article uh, the other day, or maybe just an interview that uh, some of the Disney execs said that they were interested in rebooting the 2D. Yes, and I yeah. wonder how much of that is to do with this new Claus movie. Possibly. I think that and just the, the popularity of TV, you know? Like, there's yeah. so many shows out there, like She-Ra, Steven Universe, like all these shows that are, are creating like super hardcore fan bases and mm-hmm. just po- probably tons of money. I don't know. But, um, I mean, yeah. it's semi-interesting to them. I, and, like, I'm curious to see if Disney is is willing to do kind of like a, a legacy movie mm. franchise. Like, like an, an animated one. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. maybe we're getting that with Frozen because it seems like they are kind of expanding on the idea. Um, the ideas set in the, the first one. Right. With possibly some new magic people or exploring yeah, Elsa's something. past or something. Yeah. So I've that really could be interesting. I've trailers for those, but I've seen images and it's titillating. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So yeah, I'm I'm I hope that they go back to 2D cuz that would be wonderful to see. Yeah. And I, I mean like that. the argument that like 3D is cheaper is not even the case anymore cuz like Disney and Pixar sink tons of money in rendering software and like pipelines and all this mm. like crazy tech to get like clouds looking right and like like Disney has an AI that calculates how clouds are rendered. Like it's not cheap. That's so, wild. To like, you know, I don't think 2D films are any more expensive than 3D features. So, no. but I guess it's just what attracts the kids, right? Like, right, yeah. Because like, it, even when I showed my nephews when they were young, like a 2D game, like a pixel art that looks very good, and then I would show them a 3D art, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I want to play that one." Like, I think, but to me, like going back to the pixel art games, like everything's clear. Like it just, I don't know. There's something about, you know, some 2D art if it's done well, it just looks so. Goddamn mm-hmm. good. It just looks so goddamn good. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, and and especially because... That's what I do. <laughs> right, not, yeah. Let's not kill that either. It's just... No, no, no. And I, I, I love 3D, and I think that there's a lot of amazing 3D movies out yep. now. Like, yeah. Disney and, and Pixar yeah. are, you know, at the I mean, top Moana of their game right now. Moana is perfect. Fucking beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Um. Did you see the trailer for the that Lupin the Third movie? Yes, which is awesome. Oh my god, it's a completely yeah. 3D animated movie, but it it's like done in this like really fun cartoony style that you don't yep. see anymore. It looks no, so it's good. Really good. Yeah. The action, the stretchy like zaniness yeah. of it. And I mean everything is always too, moving. Like, it's so good. Not to not to cuz Disney and Pixar did that I mean all the work that I said it's cost a lot of money. That's what it pushed us towards like it allowed yeah. us to to create i mean the the bar of entry to model a character now is you know you have to learn one program instead of 17 you know mm-hmm. it's getting it's getting so much um better at that being at fast and it's all thanks to those big studios it's just i don't know i feel like if they have billions and millions of dollars maybe do 2d as well and yeah <laughs> give us some, explore some warm heartfelt yeah take some risks do some more treasure planets Yes, I, w- I was just going to say that because Treasure Planet is a great example of combining the two. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. th- that movie, almost every shot is uh, the background is 3D. Yeah. And I mean, even uh, Silver's 
like half of silver is 3d animated they mm. his his robotic arm and leg and his yeah. eye is completely 3d and they yeah, put that over top of the 2d animation mm-hmm. which is crazy so that they can yeah. they can the utilize team. both and exactly yeah. Yeah. Ma- make a movie that's um you know made like make a movie either 2d or 3d if it fits yeah. Like if the if the story fits for a 3D fun movie or a 2D mm-hmm. movie, do that. It it's it's a tool to tell your story. Yes. So it's Just really whatever fits. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at yeah, Spider Man into the Spider Verse as well. Yeah. I mean, That's I could talk about. Oh my goodness, I could talk about Spider Verse every day, all day. It's Good. it's let's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let, let's not because okay, I will get carried away. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's a it's a god. It it really did send shockwaves to the industry too. Like everyone's looking at it and being like, "Whoa, let's let's do that," or let's you know, right? It's really it, it was heartfelt. I think, I think we're going to see a lot of, of kind of like um, not imitations, but kind of inspirations. Yeah, and, um, and you know what? I welcome that. it too. Yeah. I'd love oh, to yeah. see see people be more creative with with the stuff well, that they do. Less um, photo real rendering. Yeah, because like even even Pixar and Disney movies, like they look very cartoony, but the, the rendering technology is very like you're casting real light on a surface that is yeah. reflecting back into the camera. Like it's very mathematical. It's very like oof. It's mm-hmm. very you know rigid. Whereas like you know Spider Verse, they broke all that and mm-hmm. did their own style, which is very very good. Right. So so maybe maybe that will open up Disney to start doing more stuff like that where they could be a little bit more creative so. and, and zany with, with well, their think, art form. Yeah, because I mean the, the – is it Disney Sparks? Is that the – Yeah, yeah. So they, that, had, the, they had a bunch of stuff that was really um, different. And, and they're going to be releasing a bunch more too because uh, the Disney Sparks is going to be its own t- uh, TV show on Disney+. Plus. Right. So they're going to actually continue to release – uh, these sh- these like shorts that are made by different creators throughout the industry, uh, in- or throughout like different uh departments in Disney mm-hmm. and Pixar, right? So they're they're able to kind of explore different styles and different types of stories and have fun with it. And yep. yeah, the 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 Pixar Spark shorts are really good for that. And also, I mean, even going back to Paperman and that yes. kind of fun yep. like two D three D blend is great. Yep. They're, they're definitely like you can tell that a lot of people in the studio are are pushing tools that are just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're making great tool or great stories with them too. Yeah. And speaking of studios mm-hmm. that are doing great movies, did you see a trailer for Niza? I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, everybody, but N-E-Z-H-A. no, I don't think I. No, I did not. It's it's uh, a movie that's made tons of money. It's a Chinese movie. It's uh, let me see here. It came out this year. And I think somewhere like in the seven hundred million, like it's 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 up there in in review in revenue. Yeah, box wow. office seven hundred twenty two million dollars. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 getting really good uh, reviews. Oh, and then I think they're releasing it. Oh, they released it uh, in August in North America in select theaters, obviously. Yeah. And early September they did a uh, nationwide. I didn't get a chance to catch it, but it looks like. It doesn't look like crazy top notch, but it looks very good. And, oh, I'll have to check that out. Um, it looks like very magical, and anyway, it looks kind of cool. Ooh, yeah. So, anyways, it's just saying that uh, there's a lot of studios, you know, not in America or North America, that are doing great work too. Yeah, they're, to, they're really starting to 
hit the same level as uh, Disney's and Pixar's and Sony's and stuff. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't nice wait to, to see. Just more more perspective on stories, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, all right, Joel. Um, is there anything else you want to chat about before we uh, finish her up? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what are we going to be watching next week then? Uh, well, you think after talking about all the animation, I'd say an animation movie. But I'm going to go oh. with Arnold Schwarzenegger's Conan the Barbarian. Because, oh, my goodness. <laughs> because I know that we're both super into animation, but I just yeah. love watching movies. I think I think eventually yeah. you'll see us go into animation more, but let's just get some of these, these movies out of the way. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. I mean, I, I've watched it a long time ago. Yeah, it's been a but, while since since I've seen it, and I think I've only seen parts of it. Yeah, but we're, we're going to do it. Oh, man. It's going to be good. Our next episode is just going to be called the Arnold Schwarzenegger impression episode. Yeah, I just probably. Know it. And we're both really bad. Do you guys you <laughs> want to pop some off right now? Just our audience. No, 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 no. I think that. I think that they should just be surprised for next week. What if we end the episode like, I'll be back. Yeah. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and roll credits. All right, that's it for J&J Lose the Plot. Tune in next week for Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. And uh, catch us over at J&J Lose the Plot on Facebook and Twitter. We put out questions every week uh, pertaining to what we're going to be watching. We'd love to hear what you guys had to say about our podcast and mm-hmm. what, we're, what we're watching. We want to keep that conversation going. And uh, before we leave, I also want to thank the Musical Ghost for the use of her theme song, Swing All Night and Day. And that's it. That's it for us. Thanks for watching with your ears. All right. Bye. Bye.